Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey, how you doing, men? Uh, this is Connor Dillingham, call sign chief. Um, we're right in the middle of the holiday season. I mean, this is this is a great time. Hopefully, it's a great time for you. Uh, hopefully, a time to celebrate and and do some things that uh, you really love doing with family. I'm coming to you from live, sunny Richmond, Virginia area studio. My this studio is incredible. I tell you what, actually, it's a very small room in my house that has patches and needs a little paint, but uh, I'm going to get to that uh, over the holidays. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, traditions. So traditions, they provide a source of identity. They help us to identify your family from other families. Uh, We've we've gone to uh, the same beach house in uh, the Outer Banks of North Carolina for many years and it, it makes it easier for everyone to kind of remember the great times they've had together on uh, previous vacations. And they, they have little memories in certain areas of the house and going to the beach and, and everything. And it's just, it's kind of a tradition for us. Um, there's a tradition that I look back on with my, when my kids were younger, uh, it was called Indian Guides, the uh, YMCA program. And they changed the name for, uh, I guess, politically correct reasons. But uh, back then it was Indian guides for the boys and Indian princess uh, for the girls. And every spring and fall, my kids knew it was time for some one-on-one with uh, their father. And uh, so we'd go uh, camping for three days. You know, I did it, you know, every spring and fall with my daughter, one-on-one, every spring and fall with my son, one-on-one. And the fact of the matter is research has shown that families that make traditions and rituals together have stronger bonds than those that don't. And traditions, they they remind us to stop the busy cycle of life and, you know, kind of reconnect and build those bonds. Um, The second book of Thessalonians chapter two, verse 15 tells us, so then brothers stand firm and hold, hold to the traditions that were taught by us. So traditions and rituals, if you go back in the Bible, it was, it was a constant in their lives, and that shouldn't be uh, any different in our lives. We live in a very fast-paced and ever-changing world, and it's very reassuring when you know you can rely on family traditions to ground you. So these traditions give you something to look forward to and provides a sense of comfort in crazy times. Even if it's pizza on a Friday night, that can be a tradition. Um, you know, my, my family, uh, we don't have tacos every Tuesday, but for some reason, when we do have tacos, it happens to be on a Tuesday. So that's kind of a tradition. Um, traditions, they teach values. They, you know, if, if you look at you know, daily prayer and blessings, uh, that's essential to teaching values. I mean, who's listening here? Who's, who's doing that on a daily basis, daily prayers with your family? If you're doing that, my hat's off to you because I want to get a lot better at that. I, I don't, and it's something that's on, on my heart, and I want to do it. Um, 
I need to do it more. So I'm going to try to make that a, a more of a tradition in my house. Um, blessing the meal. That's, that's a, a small, but a very important tradition. Um, Luke chapter two, verse 42 tells us, and when he became 12, they went there according to the custom of the feast. Ah, there we have it. The feast. We love food. We love gathering around the food. That's an easy way to make some traditions at a bare minimum. I hope that special meals such as Thanksgiving and Christmas are traditions around your house. But these traditional meals are so much more than eating, or at least they should be. This is an opportunity to make great memories and and traditions. I mean, when you think about Thanksgiving, uh, you know, that there should be some uh, tradition around the Thanksgiving meal. Um, I, I think about going around the room and asking everyone what they're thankful for. We do that. And asking them their, their favorite or most memorable Thanksgiving memory. This hopefully will make some people realize just how blessed they truly are. And you can see that happen in the room when it happens, um, when, when we do this. I've seen it many times, like they, they realize how blessed they are. All right, back to the food, uh, fried turkey. When I, when I proposed the idea of frying turkeys uh, many years ago to my family, they thought I was crazy. Um, it, it, I, I learned how to fry turkeys back in the military, like literally in the mid 90s. And I thought that dude was crazy when he threw a, a turkey in oil, but uh, we were non non the bones, uh, you know, very shortly after that thing came out of the oil. It was it was incredible. But now even the most critical women in my family have grown accustomed to my uh, fried turkey. And they asked me to make it every Thanksgiving every year. And, you know, one year I did a uh, spatchcock turkey. All right. Sounds a little weird. Right. But maybe some of you guys know what that is. Maybe you don't. But. I threw a spatchcock turkey on the smoker and, um, you know, basically you cut the backbone out of the, the turkey and then rub seasoning. You, you lift the skin up and you rub seasoning on the meat and, and then you put the seasoning on top of the meat as well. Smoke it. It's amazing. Uh, my younger brother, who uh, we're always giving each other grief about uh, who, who does the best brisket and who does this or that. Uh, he leaned over to me at one Thanksgiving uh, after I did this spatchcock turkey and uh, he whispered to me because, you know, he had too much pride to let others know how good the turkey was. He whispered to me that it was the best turkey he'd ever had. So maybe we'll uh, create, uh, you know, some type of tradition out of a spatchcock turkey. Um, anyway, then comes the turkey soup. Big tradition in my family. I picked the carcass of the bird. Uh, get a ton of good meat uh, from the turkey soup. Uh, I, I vacuum seal several bags of it. And for, I, make, I make a huge pot of turkey soup. And I, I vacuum seal the bags, freeze it, and we eat it periodically throughout the, uh, the winter on cold days. Um, I, I think back to spending some time with my grandfather. I have very fond memories of eating Cheez-Its crackers and drinking sweet tea in the summertime while watching TV with my grandfather. We'd go down there and spend a few days. And, you know, it, whether that was considered a tradition or not, it, it was to me. And it, it, it's, it's what you make it. And, and uh, you know, it, it's just making special times from that. The special times of bonding together. 
food's always a good reason for traditions, but there are many ways to create uh, fond traditions. We we had a pool table at his house. We had a pool table at my house that I grew up in. We played all the time. Uh, we played Canasta, which is a, I'm pretty sure that's a German uh, card game. Um, we played that all the time, ended up smoking cigars when I was old enough to do that. Uh, so we had three generations playing cards together, me and my dad, my, uh, my grandfather. Um, but the important part is to keep that going. I, I think I've let that go a little bit. I need to get my brothers together again and, uh, you know, maybe do that with, with, uh, our sons and, uh, start playing some canasta. But, uh, important part is not to let the traditions die. Uh, another big thing is storytelling. So this should be an important tradition. Uh, you know, I bet your kids know very little about your childhood. If you've got kids, I bet they know very little about your childhood. I've, I've actually had my kids get upset with me because I haven't told them enough about my childhood. So maybe I felt like I was a bad kid and I didn't want to elaborate on some of the things who knows, but Tell them cool stories. Uh, we have a tradition in my, my wife's family at, at Thanksgiving for everybody in the room to get up and share a memory. Lots of laughter comes from this. Pick out stories from books um, that you've read and share them with your kids. Uh, you know, wouldn't it be cool if the act of telling stories became a tradition in your house? So we got Christmas coming up, guys. And, uh, you know, I'm no Clark Griswold by any stretch of the imagination, but I believe my house shows pretty well with the lights I've got up. If I don't say so myself, you know, you know, and typically adding something every year, uh, I'd like that to be a tradition for my kids to come home and they see that and they get excited. Um, I put up a live tree and illuminate it. So there are not a lot of gaps missing, put up a lot of lights. Uh, my wife and I decorate the tree, and it's always a tradition to listen to Christmas tunes and enjoy a little eggnog and our moose glasses, uh, you know, that come from the Christmas vacation movie. You know, just stuff like that's fun. Uh, kids remember it. Uh, they see you interacting with your wife and enjoying that time. It's important. So advent calendars, my son, even though he's 18, he still loves to move the character from one day to the next for advent calendar. Um, I still know some men that take their family out to cut down Christmas tree themselves. That's a great tradition. A live tree is very important to me and, and my wife and, and I, uh, but you know, we were sick during uh, this Thanksgiving just a, you know, a few weeks ago. So a young man uh, from men's Alliance, uh, a new guy volunteered to shop for a tree for me and he brought it to my house. That's what the tribe is all about right there. You know, I didn't, I didn't know this guy, right. But he saw, we have a group me message string, you know, that we communicate on. He saw that uh, a brother needed help. So he went and shopped for a Christmas tree for me and brought it to my house. So he got a call sign shortly after that. You guessed it. Call sign tree. So <clears throat> anyway, back to the Christmas traditions. My, my, my wife uh, always makes strata which is like a sausage and egg and cheese casserole and coffee cake for Christmas morning after we open gifts. Our Christmas morning goes like this. I don my Santa pants and my Santa hat and I head down to turn on the coffee. Then we always take a picture of the kids waiting on the stairs before they can proceed to the tree. 
yet we still do this uh, and they still love it. Uh, but they sit on the stairs and watch, uh, watch us take a picture of them before they can proceed to the tree. It's kind of builds the excitement. And then mom and dad get coffee. We literally cannot move or proceed if you skip this step. Don't do it. It's not going to happen. Then we open the gifts one, uh, one at a time, which is kind of special because, you know, I, I grew up and we'd tear open the gifts, five kids tearing open gifts at the same time. You'd be done in five minutes. Kind of fun, but also not quite as special. So we open one gift per person at a time. And then after all the gifts are open, then we eat the strata and the coffee cake. Then we head over to the stockings. Stockings may be a little bit different in our house. It's a, tra it's a uh, tradition that we actually wrap every little tiny gift that goes in the stocking. <laughs> so it takes forever, but it's, it's a tradition and it makes it more special for everybody. Um, there may be a little bit of singing Christmas songs and a little casual dance moves during all this, this whole process. Uh, and it's, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, and then we pretty much collapse. We retreat to uh, our room or a couch somewhere. First book of Corinthians chapter 11 verses one to two tells us be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions, even as I deliver them to you. So very important, right? <clears throat> uh, even even in daily uh, connection traditions, dinner at the table, sit down and have dinner at the table, weekly connections, Taco Tuesday, Saturday breakfast traditions, whatever. And then big moment traditions like taking pictures on the first day of school every time, right? Uh, there are a lot of big moment traditions. That's just an example. But, you know, I've never told the story of Christmas in my home. Uh, I've expressed the importance of Christmas and the meaning of it but I've never put it together and read it to the family. I'm going to do that this year. It's not just about Christmas, obviously. Tradition should be something that is practiced throughout the year. You know, uh, I, my, uh, my father-in-law, you know, does a, used to do a Montana fly fishing trip with his son as an adult every year. And you want to talk about an incredible tradition, but anyway, maybe, maybe I'll start a Montana fly fishing trip one day with my son and, and maybe daughter, if she wants to go. Absolutely. Uh, but the fact of the matter is men are supposed to create traditions. So what legacy are you leaving? One that your kids will want to carry on. The, the most important thing is that they realize how important traditions are so they can create their own or carry yours on. I appreciate your time, man. Have a good one. Have a good, have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Visit mensalliancetribe.com to find a tribe near you, or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon.